Welcome back to our mini email marketing series, where I am sharing an educational series here, teaching y'all some tips around crafting a dope email marketing strategy that converts at a 4,200% ROI. Yes, 4,200%. We know email marketing can convert at. If you're an eager beaver to learn how to start utilizing email marketing to convert your audience into paid clients, but still not exactly sure how, in today's episode, I'm sharing with you the framework for highly converting emails. So grab your notebooks and let's dive in. What is going on, Savages? Thank you for tuning into today's show, The Business Savage Podcast. I am your host and your business coach, Cassandra Britton, serial entrepreneur, providing a savage approach for entrepreneurs to grow both personally and professionally, sparking that hunger inside of business owners and reigniting their flame to take their business and their mindset to the next level. Being a business owner, it can be lonely, right? We ditch our nine to five in hopes of more freedom and yet find ourselves grinding in a 24 seven when we don't have the right time management skills. This podcast is here to give you the strategies to grow your business and your mindset so that you can turn your work week into less hours with more freedom. If you've got a second and you have an Insta account, because I know most of you do, please go give us a follow. It's at the.business.savage or better yet, grab the link for this episode and share it with a friend who needs to hear this also. Be sure to hit that bell at the top corner so that you never miss a future episode as they air. Let's dive in, friends. Savages, if you haven't grabbed your copy yet, I have created a resource for you guys, the Book of 50 Hooks, where I've come up with 50 examples of highly converting hooks, also known as titles, for you to start incorporating today into all of your marketing efforts. So this means increasing your click rates, increasing your conversion rates, increasing your real views, increasing your open rates in your emails, which obviously we are talking about in this series, increasing the eyeballs that actually see your content, which in turn all means increasing the profits in your business. And who doesn't like the sounds of that? Reality is you are spending hours creating your content and drafting up your emails, but your audience is not opening, watching, or viewing. So with over 13 years experience as a business owner and with a background in marketing, I've created a very short, simple, sweet book of 50 hooks for you that will give you the 50 ideas and examples of how to increase your marketing efforts. The book is available now via the link in our show notes. So be sure to go grab your copy and actually start grabbing the attention of your audience. All right, Savages, welcome back to episode number two of our mini series on email marketing. So you're ready to get better at writing emails for your business, but you're not exactly sure where to start, right? I am going to share with y'all the framework that I use and my team uses to convert our email marketing subscribers and promote all of our offers, including our Business Savage Academy membership and the same framework that I will be using to market our project brand digital course that is launching next month. If you've been here for a minute, you've heard me talk about our Business Savage Academy, which we've just converted into a membership style community, which I am very excited about. And one of the modules inside of BSA is all around email marketing, how to build strong email marketing strategies in your business. So today I'm going to give you the top level framework. And if you're looking for more, know that we have those resources available for you inside of Business Savage Academy. 
Now, if you are not consistent with your email list or emailing your list regularly, they will not convert. It is not something that can be done here or there or when you are just specifically selling something or have an offer or have a promotion and expect that your audience is going to want to buy. This has to be a regular process of nurturing and value. Okay, let me say that again, guys. We do not use our email list just to promote offers or when we're selling something or when we have a promotion. Your email marketing strategy needs to be a regular process of nurturing and of value. Now, I know one of the reasons y'all aren't sending out regular emails, let's just call out the elephant in the room right now, is because you A, don't know what to say, and B, you don't want to irritate your subscribers. Am I right? You think that just because you get annoyed by emails yourself sometimes, that you're going to be delivering that same level of annoyance to your audience, right? So what if instead of doing the same thing that that company is doing that is irritating you, why don't we use a strategy that is going to actually build excitement and curiosity about your opportunity? Now, we all have that company that we get really excited about receiving their emails. So our goal is to be one of those, an email that your list gets excited about and actually reads because it's value and something that they can get really excited about. So first things first, let's start with step number one. Determine the type of email that you're crafting. Okay, so some emails will be educational. You will be teaching them something. So here's some examples. If you're in the beauty industry, as many of you know by now, my first business, my seven-figure business is in the beauty industry. So maybe you teach them how to properly wash their eyelashes, take care of their new facial, best products to try. Okay, if you're in the real estate business, maybe you're keeping them updated on the trends in the market and when's a hot time to buy. Okay, if you run a photography business, maybe you're teaching them about light tricks and, you know, how to get such really cool shots like you do and also build your authority as the best choice of a photographer for them. So some of your emails will be an offer email, okay, so where you are actually talking specifically about your offer, promoting something special, launch mode, et cetera. Yes, of course, we're going to have those emails. That's how we make the money. But some of your emails are also going to be what we call trust emails. So they are usually the ones where we get our storytelling framework hats on and we start crafting a really beautiful story to get them to trust us and relate to us. Okay, your audience won't buy from you if they do not trust you. End of story. So if we can walk them through a story of how we used to be where they are, or we understand what their pain is, we've been through what they've been through, and what they're struggling with, we can begin to show them that we have a solution and that they will trust us enough to buy from us. So some of your emails, they also may be what we call authority emails. Now your audience, they have to believe that you know what you're actually talking about, whether it's a service or just simply buying a product from you. Okay, so these could include things like this. As a licensed blank, with X number of years of experience, having served over blank clients, having helped a client who is experiencing the same thing, I have found blank. 
Okay, so see how all of these statements establish your credibility. This allows your audience to actually build trust in you and realize just how much you actually know what you're talking about. So now some of your emails, they may be what we call social proof emails, which is actually one of my personal favorites. These are some of the most powerful ones. It's when we actually share the transformations and the stories of the people that we have worked with, right? The lives that we have actually changed. So, you know, we share how we've helped like a specific client, right? They were experiencing the same things and now they aren't. Video testimonials are super, super, super powerful. But if we can't manage to get that, a written testimonial and some photos is also a great option. These humanize the experience. These allow our audience to see your product actually in somebody else's hands, see them actually using it. And it becomes less of just an idea. And now it becomes something that they can actually visualize themselves using. Now, here's another type for you. Some of your emails may be what we call question emails. Question emails are also a great type of email as it opens the door for dialogue and conversation with your list. It encourages them to reply, which also gets you out of the spam folder more easily. And now you have communication happening. Okay, these are the best way for you to communicate your surveys or get a lot of feedback from your audience. Making your list feel like they're an actual part of what it is that you're building and that you need their insight, right? Examples, if you run an online clothing company, find out what their favorite summer color is. So now you can ensure that you're offering more of that color. Question emails also help you stop just assuming that you know what your audience needs and actually craft your offers around what they tell you that they need, right? We have two ears. We have one mouth for a reason. So it's time to start asking the right questions so that we can start listening for the right answers. Okay, friends. So let's move on to step number two. So we have determined the type of email that we're going to be crafting. So once we've decided the type of email that we're working on, now we have to decide the purpose of the email, okay? Notice here how we actually are working backwards, right? I need to understand the goal and the objection of the email so that I can ensure it hits the nail on the head. Are there certain links that you want to include? Maybe resources that you're going to share that would be compelling to the goal, right? The goal is not simply to tell something to sell something, And if this is your mindset, I need you to get out of that really fast. Stop thinking with a transactional mindset and start thinking from a serving perspective. How can we deliver value in these emails and serve rather than just constantly having your hand out trying to sell your offer? So step two short and simple, is to determine what your goal of the email is and ensure that you have the supporting resources ready to rock. Okay, friends, moving on to step number three. Step three is now to decide what the call to action or the CTA is going to be. Again, still working backwards here. What will you be asking them to do at the end of the email? Sometimes you're pushing an offer, you may direct them to a website or maybe a sales page, maybe it's a booking page, right? Maybe it's make the appointment. 
But in majority of other emails that are not sales-driven, they are value-driven, you may want to tell them to respond with their answer to a question. You may want them to check out a free resource, right? Like a video that will give them more interesting information or some more insights. So maybe you just want to give them a prompt, like something to think about or maybe take a quiz. Regardless, you have to decide what that call to action at the end of the email will be. Okay, friends, we are motoring along here with step number four. Now, this is the juicy stuff. This is where you're going to actually start crafting the body of your email, the meat and potatoes, if you will. Decide what the tone of your email is going to be, okay? Are you trying to evoke emotion? Are you trying to get them excited? The words that you will use will be very crucial to the tonality of your email, The body will obviously be the largest portion of your email, but you don't want to waste time getting to the point. You want to ensure that you're direct and each part of the body has one job and one job only. That is to get them to the next portion of the email. The framework is usually telling them what the email is going to tell them. Tell them the actual information, a little quick recap at the end, and then a call to action or a CTA And voila. So let's say that again. The framework for the body of your email. Tell them what they can expect from the email. Okay, what this email is going to be about. Tell them that actual information. Do a quick recap at the end with a good, strong call to action of what it is you want them to do. And voila. Okay, friends. And step number five. This is the step that many people miss or they think doesn't even matter because it's the shortest. But you know what they say, small but mighty. This is your hook or your title and your subtitle. Now you can have an incredible email that you spent hours writing on step number one to four and really you need this to convert well, right? Maybe you want it to have high open rates. You really need people's eyeballs on this email so that you're walking clients through this entire sales process But with a boring title like this, our monthly newsletter or book an appointment, you will find that your email open rates will be very low as your audience has zero interest or excitement about even opening up that email. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to head over to the show notes and you're going to find the link for our book of 50 hooks resource that I've created specifically for you. The document has 50 examples of captivating and different types of hooks that you can use as titles for your emails. These hooks are not just for email titles, but also for all of your marketing efforts, including increasing the conversion rates and view rates on your reels. So next, I need you to start putting on your creativity brain. Once you have read through the 50 examples and you've learned step-by-step how to write better email titles and hooks, you need to then start putting it into practice. So watch this. Say, for example, my email is about a new service that I offer at my beauty salon. An example of a boring title that many of you are probably currently using could be something like this. We now offer microblading. Okay. Whereas here are some other examples of ways that we could write this as a better hook. I can save you 15 minutes every morning. The subtitle Want to find out how? Well, damn. Yes, I want to find out how. 
Or how about this? Everyone is doing it and it's saving them hundreds of dollars a year, right? For any of my beautician friends listening, you know how much money we spend on our damn beauty products. So let's approach this from a pain perspective and how we can solve that for them. Again, guys, I've created this resource for y'all to save you so much time and stress creating your hooks. So head over to the link that is in our show notes to get your copy and thank me later for the time that I save you. Okay, step number six is to use good imagery, okay? So you want to ensure that you are using relevant and good quality, good quality images in your emails. Y'all have seen how many damn brand photo shoots I do for my own business and for all of my clients' businesses. And this is simply because good imagery will sell. It will convert. Bad imagery, it will not sell. It will not convert. We need good quality imagery in your emails. Images will bring people to a place of simplicity. They can humanize the experience again and give another level of communication. They can picture themselves there. They can see themselves in that situation. They can see themselves using that product. Now they can see the results, right? They can actually see what it is that you're talking about. Also, friends, it is 2022. People are bored easily. And if they have to read a long email of just words, you are likely going to lose them by the end. Which brings me to step number seven. Please, friends, stop typing really long paragraphs of boring information that nobody wants to read. You need to use bullet points, bolds, and underlines are your friends. Oh, baby, do I ever get irked when I see long emails go out that don't have any emphasis to them. You need to show expression and break your email up. Bullet points will make information much more digestible. Your audience's brain, they're going to skim the email to find the information that they're looking for. And if they can't find it easily, they become bored. They lose interest. And they don't finish reading your email. They don't get to the call to action and the exciting stuff that's at the end. So we need to make it easier for them to absorb the key points of the email and get them excited. So friends, with those seven steps, we have the framework for highly converting emails. But the last thing that I want to leave you with to really think about as you start crafting your emails is this. Your audience needs you. They need your product. They need your service. They receive your emails because they've signed up for it. Okay. They are interested or they have bought before. So we know that they need us, but it is your job as a marketer for your own business to understand their specific pain points and how your product or service is the solution to those pain points. So as an action item for this episode, I want you to spend some time journaling through a minimum of 10 things that your audience experiences that make them need your product or your service. What is actually going on inside of their head? Here's some examples. If you're in the beauty industry and we go back to that example of you offering a new service of microblading, which by the way, guys, is my specialty at my studio. So if you're looking for training in that area, please send me a DM. I can send you over to my other business and get some training going for you. But your audience is experiencing the following. They spend way too much time drawing on their eyebrows every day. Their eyebrows will wash off when they go swimming. Their eyebrows sweat off at the gym. They don't know how to draw nice eyebrows so they don't look like that influencer that they see on social media. They can never get them symmetrical or the same. And they don't have any. 
sometimes they just don't have anything, right? So they look really aged without having eyebrows. So those are a whole bunch of pain points for that specific example. You guys feel me? The more we can understand specifically what our audience is experiencing, now I can craft emails and hooks, titles, and call to actions that will speak to these pain points. The main goal as a marketer is to understand what your audience needs from you. And then we simply serve them. Instead of just selling the features and the benefits of your offer, you must sell through emotion. And there's no better way than through making them feel like you understand their pain. Okay, savages. So we have now gone through the seven steps of the framework to create highly converting emails. So please save this episode so that you can go back and listen to it as you are crafting your next email. You're going to want to hit that bell at the top of your screen to ensure that you have subscribed and your notifications are on as we release these episodes. And I have a special announcement that is coming for you guys soon around planning your email marketing because y'all know how much I love my planning that will make this much easier for you. Well, savages, that is all that I have for you guys for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, episode number two, as we kick off this five-part email marketing series. Please be sure to subscribe here so that you never miss a future episode. And of course, if you know somebody that needs help with their email marketing, go ahead, grab the link for this episode, text it to them, send it to them on social media, share this on your social channels so that other people can get value from it and learn. I appreciate you. Go slay your day. And remember, a savage doesn't let anyone or anything stand in their way. They can get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys. Peace.